The death of Edgar Allan Poe on October 7, 1948, has remained mysterious. The circumstances leading up to the fire are uncertain, and the cause of death is disputed. On October 3rd, the American author was found delirious in Baltimore, Maryland, in great distress and in need of immediate assistance. According to the man who found him, Joseph W. Walker, he was taken to the Washington College Hospital, he died at 5 a.m. on Sunday, October 7th. He was 40 years old. Paul was never able to explain how he came to be in this condition. Much of the information about the last few days of Poe's life comes from his attending physician, Joseph John Joseph Moran, through his, though his credibility is questioned. Poe was buried after a small funeral at the back of Westminster Hall burying ground, but his remains were moved to a new grave with a larger monument in 1975. The newer monument also marks the burial place of Poe's wife, Virginia, and his mother-in-law, Maria. Theories as to what caused Poe's death include suicide, murder, uh, cholera, cholera, hypoglycemia, rabies, syphilis, influenza, and that Poe was a victim of cooping. Evidence of the influence of alcohol is strongly disputed. After Poe's death, Rufus Wilmer Griswold wrote his obituary under the pseudonym Ludwig. Griswold became the literary executor of Poe's estate and actually a rival of Poe and later published his first full autobiography, his first full biography, depicting him as a depraved, drunk, uh, drug-adled madman. Much of the evidence for this image of Poe is believed to have been forged by Griswold, and though friends of Poe denounced it, this interpretation had lasting impact. On September 7, 1984, Paul left Richmond, Virginia on his way home to New York City. No reliable evidence exists about his whereabouts until a week later on October 3rd, when he was found delirious in Baltimore at Ryan's Tavern, sometimes referred to as Gunner's Hall. A printer named Joseph W. Walker sent a Poe requesting help to Joseph E. Snodgrass, an acquaintance of Poe. His letter reads as follows. Dear sir, there is a gentleman rather the worst of Weir at Ryan's fourth wall pose, Poles, who goes under the cognomen of Ed Edgar A. Poe, and who appears in great distress, and he says he is acquainted with you, and I assure you he is in need of immediate assistance. Yours in haste, Jose A. Walk, Jose W. Walker. Snodgrass later claimed the note that Poe was in a state of beastly intoxication. Snodgrass' first-hand account describes Poe's appearance as repulsive, with unkempt hair, a haggard, un unwashed face, and lusterless and vacant eyes. Clothing, Snodgrass said, which included a dirty shirt, but no vest and unpolished shoes, was worn in did not fit well. John Joseph Moran, who was Poe's attending physician, gives his own detailed account of Poe's appearance that day. A stained faded old Bombizian coat, pantaloons of a similar character, and a pair of worn-out shoes run down at the heels, and an old straw hat. Poe was never coherent long enough to explain how he came to be in this condition, and is believed the clothes he was wearing were not his own, not least because wearing shabby clothes was out of character for him. Moran cared for Poe at Washington Hospital, Washington College Hospital on Broadway and Fayette Street. He was denied any visitors and was confined into a prison-like room with bared windows in a section of the building reserved for drunk people. Poe was said to have repeatedly called out for the name Reynolds on the night before his death, though no one has ever been able to identify the person to whom he referred. One possibility is that he was recalling an encounter with Jeremiah N. Reynolds, a newspaper editor and explorer who may have inspired the novel in a narrative of author Gordon Pym of Nuttuk. Another possibility is Henry R. Reynolds, one of the judges overseeing the fourth ward, fourth ward polls at Ryan's Tavern, who may have met Poe on election day. Poe may have instead been calling for Herring, as the author had an uncle-in-law in Baltimore named Henry Herring. In later testimonies, Moran avoided reference to Reynolds, who mentioned a visit by Mrs. Herring. He also claimed he'd attempt to cheer Poe up during one of the few times he was awake. When Moran told his patient that he would soon be enjoying the company of friends, Poe allegedly, allegedly replied that the best thing his friend could do would be to blow out his brains with him. In Poe's distressed state, he made reference to a wife in Richmond. He may have been 
delusional thinking of his wife, Virginia Eliza Clement Poe, was still alive, where he may have been referring to Sarah Eleanor Roster, to whom he had recently voted. He did not know what had happened to his trunk of belongings, which, it transpired, had been left behind at Swan Tavern in Richmond. Moran reported, reported that Poe's last words were, Lord, help my poor soul, before dying on October 7, 1849. Because Poe did not have visitors, Moran was probably the only person to see the author in his last days. Even so, his credibility has been unquestioned repeatedly. It is not considered, if not considered altogether, untrustworthy. Throughout the years after Poe's death, his story changed as he wrote and lectured on the top. He claimed in 1957 and in 1885, for example, that he had immediately contacted Poe's aunt and mother-in-law, Maria Clem, to let her know about Poe's death. In fact, he wrote to her only after she had requested it on November 9th, almost a full month after the event. He also claimed that Poe had said, quite poetically, as he prepared to draw his last breath, the arched heaven encompasses me and God has his decree legibly written upon the frontlets of every created human being and demons incarcerated. Their goal will be to the seething waves of blank despair. The editor of the New York Herald, which published this version of Marianne's story admitted, we cannot imagine Poe, even if delirious, constructing such sentences. Poe biographer, Poe's biographer, William, attributes Moran's claims to a conversation of assigning pious last words to console mourners. Moran's account even altered dates. At different points, he claimed Poe was brought to the hospital on October 3rd at 5 p.m., on October 6th at 9 a.m., or on October 7th, the day he died, at 10 o'clock in the afternoon. For each published account, he claimed to have the hospital records as reference. A search for the hospital records a century later, specifically, specifically an official death certificate found nothing. Some critics say Moran's inconsistencies and errors were due to a lapse of memory and innocent desire to romanticize or even to senility. At the time he wrote and published his last account in 1885, Moran was 65. All medical records and documents, including Poe's death certificate, had never had been lost if they ever existed. The precise cause of Poe's death is disputed, but many theories exist. Many biographers have addressed the issue and reached different conclusions, ranging from Jeffrey Myers' assertion that it was hypoglycemia to Evangelist Walsh's conspiratorial murder plot theory. It has also been suggested that Poe may have died, may have resulted, Poe's death may have resulted from suicide related, related to depression. In 1848, he nearly died from an overdose of landium, readily available as a tranquilizer and painkiller. Though it is unclear if this was a true suicide attempt or just a miscalculation on Poe's part, it did not lead to Poe's death a year later. In 2020, a psychological analysis of Poe's language theorized that he was suffering from a major depression, depressive episode near the end of his life, and that suicide cannot be ruled out. However, the evidence for suicide was not consistently present in Poe's professional writings, leading the researchers to conclude that depression may have played a role in his death and suicide seemed unlikely. Don Grass was convinced that Poe died from alcoholism and did a great deal to popularize this idea. He was a supporter of the temperance movement and found Poe a useful example in his temperance work. However, Snodgrass' writings on this topic may have, may have proven untrustworthy. Moore contradicted Snodgrass by stating in his own 1885 account that Poe did not die under the effect of any intoxication. Moore claimed that Poe did not have the slightest odor of liquor upon his breath or person. Even so, some newspaper at the time reported Poe's death as congestion of his brain or cerebral information euphemisms for death from disgraceful causes such as alcoholism. In a study of Poe, a, a psychologist suggested that Poe had disomania. Poe's characterization for an uncontrollable alcoholic uncontrollable alcoholic is disputed. His drinking companion for a time, Thomas May and Reed, admitted that the two had been engaging in wild frolic, but that Poe never went beyond the innocent mirth in which we all indulged. While acknowledging that this was one of Poe's failures, I cannot speak truly of his of it not being habitual. Numerous other causes of death have been proposed over the years, including several forms of real rare brain disease or a brain tumor, diabetes, various types of enzyme deficient deficiencies, syphilis, epilepsy, and meningeal inflammation. A doctor named John W. Francis examined Poe in May 1848 and believed he had heart disease, which Poe later did not. A 2006 study of the sample of Poe's hair provides evidence against
against the possibility of lead poisoning, mercury poisoning, and similar toxic heavy metal exposures. Cholera had also been suggested. Poe had passed through Philadelphia in early 1849 during the cholera epidemic. He got sick during this time in the city and wrote a letter to his aunt, Maria Clem, saying that he may have had the cholera or spasms quite as bad. Because Poe was found on the day of the election, it was suggested as early as 1872 that he was a victim of cooping. This was a ballot box stuffing scam in which victims were abducted from the street by local election gigs and prisoned in a small room called the coop, drugged in or forced with alcohol to get them to comply or face beating. The cooping victims were then used as pawns to vote for a political party at multiple locations. Often their clothing would be changed to fool voting officials and vote multiple times and or they would give them disguises such as wigs, fake beard, or mustaches. Cooping became the standard explanation for Poe's death in most of his biographies over several decades which would also explain the dirty and disheveled clothes that he was wearing when he was found. Though his status in Baltimore may have made him too recognizable for this scam to have worked, more recently analysis had been had presented suggesting that Poe's death resulted from rabies, possibly contracted from rats biting, rat bites during cooping days of captivity. Yeah, that's basically it. I don't want to keep talking because my throat hurts. Um, bye.